Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wading through the rhetoric in search of the truth. This is Global Top Talkers with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. 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 Let's get right to our Global Talkers. We've got Devin Peacock, boss guy over at Global News Radio in London, and Makai Taggart, who runs a show over at Global News Toronto. Hi, guys. Good evening. We, Good may evening. Be, um, we may all be doing some overtime over Christmas because all of a sudden the uh, Ontario Power Generation, the union that uh, has been running that um, the power to the province says it's going to launch a strike, possibly hitting within seven days. So Christmas Eve, we could start to see rolling blackouts. They've had no contract since uh, March, but this is the kind of thing that could really, really hurt people. Here is the Energy Minister, Rickford, uh, Greg Rickford, chatting about what they plan to do. These nuclear assets that uh, generate this electricity supply 40% of the province with uh, electricity. That would be a devastating consequence, not just to the economy, but to the safety of uh, families and businesses. So we intend to take uh, uh, whatever steps we need to, to ensure that uh, the supply is uninterrupted. This is kind of coming out of nowhere. I heard no rumblings about that this was even a possible threat, but it begs the question, I'll start with you on this, uh, Mackay, why is this not an essential service and should it be? Yeah, it probably should be. I mean, but then we wouldn't get this plot of a great, Jimmy Stewart-esque Christmas classic. Of, you know, <laughs> I can live without it. And, and I, you, you couldn't get more better timing on this. Than, you know, Christmas Eve is when they're saying that the earliest the power could go down in certain parts of the province. Uh, and yeah, certainly I think a lot of people would, would advocate for this being an essential service. But I think that this is, this is posturing on, on both sides of the equation. When you look at the timing of it, Monday is when the legislature is now going to return. That's also the day that Ron Tavner is scheduled to be sworn in as the next OPP commissioner under a certain degree of controversy and criticism. And so it just so happens that now our news cycle will be dominated by arguably a more important and pressing issue, but one that is certainly going to steal the spotlight from something that the Conservatives wanted to probably bury anyway. Albeit, I can't imagine that the conspiracy would be that that union just happened to pull the strike. They're not doing any favors for Doug Ford, I don't think, Devin. They aren't, but I, don't, I can't believe that union would actually want to put the most of the province in a position where on Christmas Eve they could have some power issues. I mean, there's no sooner way to or quicker way to uh, lose whatever degree of support they have from the public than it happening on Christmas Eve going into Christmas and the holidays. I mean, it, it's, I, I, I am with you. It's like this seems like it came out of nowhere. They've been without a contract since March, apparently, but this is the first I think anyone's really hearing about, aside from those who are directly involved. It's from a purely strategic uh, point of view, it, it's a very good move because you put the provinces back up against the wall, Mackay. I mean, if they want to get a, an agreement, you know, this is one way to do it. But the tra- problem is they're going to be ordered back to work because they've got a majority and, and the Ford government can do that. Uh, and they will have wide public support for that. Yeah, there's there's little there's little chance that this will actually escalate to a to an actual labor uh, disruption. I think you though, say that now. Yeah. Don't jinx us. Oh well. Can you wait yeah. until I'm out of the country? But, you know, I have to say, on, 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 and this is this is uh, 
maybe a little too touchy-feely, but I remember a couple of years ago, through no fault of anyone's other than Mother Nature, there was an ice storm that hit a good part of southern Ontario. Oh, yeah. Not the not the one in the 90s, but the one maybe four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of people in our part of the province were without power, and it made for a very special holiday season because you had to be resourceful. You couldn't sit around <laughs> and watch. You know, you I don't remember it like that. Around their, their candles. So I, I think there's something somewhat romantic and lovely about the idea of being without power uh, on, on, on Christmas Eve. Just to put a positive spin on it. Yeah, okay, okay. Because, yeah, I can't imagine people being too happy about that. I don't recall everyone being that happy, but that's a, that, that will, will give you the silver lining. Let's talk about the other story, though, Makai, that you bring up, and that involves um, Superintendent Ron Tavner, who will be officially sworn in on Monday to take the top job of the OPP. And uh, tonight, the complainant, Brad Blair, is asking for the court to force an investigation into this. Um He's not going to have a big ceremony, Devin, so it's not going to be a lot of pomp and pageantry. It is going to be really difficult for him to do his job with all of this distraction. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, I don't even know if he would uh, want this job. I mean, even before all of this happened, just because the job isn't uh, the best that uh, the new commissioner, uh, Ron Tavner, is going to have to deal with in terms of new contract coming up, other issues, it's... Uh, it doesn't appear to be uh, all that uh, a job that a lot of people would want. But even then, we, you've got the uh, acting commissioner now, Brad Blair, who's uh, outgoing. He wanted the job, didn't get the job, has now uh, put in these uh, requests for an investigation. If what he is saying is true about the rank and file not being happy with this, uh, Ron Tavner is walking into a, uh, a, a rough situation. Albeit, you know, Julian Fantino, um, Mackay, said, look, rank shouldn't matter. Just because he doesn't have a certain ranking does not mean he can't do the job. And look, I, Ron Tavner is a good, good cop. So he may be, you know, bringing someone from the outside in may be very well a good move. The problem is there's a lot of politics being played on every side here. I don't think anyone's disputing Ron Tavner's and Ron Tavner's integrity as a police officer, and and maybe even whether or not he's qualified or capable of doing the job. I think what raises a lot of concern is his relationship with Doug Ford and a procedure that was not done with a lot of transparency. And and those are the questions that haven't been answered. And those are the questions I think that I mean, obviously Brad Blair probably has an ulterior motive here. He's been quite upfront about the fact that he was applying for the exact same job. But I think it almost harkens back to some degree to that Brett Kavanaugh hearing in the United States where. It doesn't matter at a certain point whether the person even has the ability to do the job. It's the fact that they're walking in with so much scrutiny and so much baggage that you, you almost want to think, is it not better for everybody involved to just go the route of finding somebody who doesn't have the same degree of, of stink around them? Yeah. Uh, I mean, the other thing, though, Devin, is that Julian Falconer is a pretty high-profile lawyer, carries a lot of weight, and um, they're not going to let this thing go. And, and it just kind of gnaws away at the trust factor of Doug Ford. And, and the bottom line is the province has such big, big issues, much bigger than this, that we should be focusing on. Uh, there's a ton of issues that need to be focused on. And unfortunately, this is not one of them. I can't remember ever, though, uh, the integrity of the OPP commissioner coming into question as it is now. Oh, I do. Uh, Caledonia. Caledonia. <laughs> I remember that well. well but that, was for, that was for a different reason. That was for decisions made by a person who no one... The premier. Any sort of, there, it, there are no disagreements in terms of how they per, that person got the job, what they did on the job. People have made mistakes before. But this is uh, a commissioner who's walking into a job on day one there are questions about uh, them handling this role. Yeah, I mean, I remember those days well because uh, it was it was loony in those days. But yeah, the, the Dalton McGinty ordered Fantino to stand back, and and there was politics played then. So I guess it doesn't matter. Who, go ahead. I, 
I, I think I think it just what, what's concerning here is it will every decision that the incoming OPP commissioner makes will be seen through the lens of. Uh, him being a Ford ally. And that's not what you want. No matter what side of the political uh, aisle you're on, you don't want your top uh, uh, police officer in the region to be seen to be in the pocket of somebody who's in in a political position. And that's what we have here. Yeah. Well, we'll watch the uh, fallout on this continue because it's not going away. But I thank you both for sharing your Friday night with us. Thank you. Have a great evening. That is Devin Peacock and Makai Tiger joining us tonight. You're listening to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio.